Hi, everyone. Dave Stahoviak here, host of the Coaching for Leaders podcast, here with the final lesson in this audio course on how to enhance your credibility. Thank you so much for listening to this course over the last five days. If this is the first time you're picking this up, you may want to skip back to lesson one in the series or just catch the next regular episode coming on Monday. This is the final lesson in a special course I've been airing this week as applications are open for our Coaching for Leaders Academy through Friday, March 19th. You can discover more and apply for the Academy by going over to coachingforleaders.com slash academy. This course will vanish off the public directory here once the applications close on the 19th. But if you want to have access to this course forever, just log into the free membership at coachingforleaders.com and push the button that says courses and you'll see this course and all the other audio courses there. And if you don't already have access, very simple to set up. Just go over to coachingforleaders.com and set up your free membership and you'll get permanent access to this course and all the other courses and every other benefit of free membership. I've started each lesson of this course by sharing how I organize and process photos of our family, but You may have noticed so far that I haven't said anything about how I share those photos with others. Few times in my life, a friend or an extended family member has asked for my attention to share photos of their family vacation or some other kind of event. And when this has happened, I try to be a good friend or a family member, and uh, I'm sure this happened to you too, but I know I'm not alone in saying that Spending 45 minutes to an hour watching someone else page through hundreds of their vacation photos is not how you probably want to spend your time. I don't even generally want to do that with my own vacation photos, much less someone else's. That's why when I share our photos with friends and family members, I try to selectively pick 10 to 15 that I think people might really want to see and put them in the photo stream that several of our friends and family members already follow. And occasionally, I'll send a photo or two to people as they get surfaced on the photo widget that I mentioned in the last episode. More is not better with photos. (laughs) I try to put myself in the shoes of our extended family and friends, and I ask myself, if I were them, what would be the 10 to 15 photos they'd really want to see or would be interesting to them in some way? For an example, A cute photo surfaced on my widget yesterday on my phone of our kids at McDonald's in front of this cool Ronald McDonald statue. I saw it and I immediately thought about my dad and I texted it to him because he worked for McDonald's most of his career and I knew it would make him smile. You don't earn credibility through quantity of ideas or evidence or information. You earn it by surfacing quality for the right person, the right audience, at the right time. Everything I've discussed in the first four lessons of this audio course is all about the things you do behind the scenes in finding useful ideas, capturing them, curating, and resurfacing what's relevant. And if you stop there, that's great. You can do all of this for yourself, just for your own personal enjoyment and learning and professional development. But since this course is titled How to Enhance Your Credibility, I'm inviting you here to take the final and I think critical step if you want others to notice the value you bring in the professional space, and that is to share useful ideas with others. 
I have lost track of how many times people have said something to me like, I really want to bring new ideas into proposals for clients, or I need a good article or a model to present to my team when I'm introducing a new direction for them, or I want to have more evidence when pitching senior leaders in our organization, or I want to start writing articles and maybe post them on LinkedIn, or maybe even make a video here and there, but I don't know where to start or where to even begin the process of thinking about what I do. This is where sharing evidence you already have that's relevant to the situation is critical. Let's take as an example a common situation that many leaders find themselves in at a number of points in their careers, and a situation I've been asked a lot about. Pitching a proposal to executive leaders for approval or funding, often both. Unless you have a tremendous amount of personal credibility with the entire executive leadership team that you're pitching, I think one of the questions executive leaders and also clients, by the way, are asking when you make a proposal to them is, who says so other than just you? After all, of course you're going to be a champion for your proposal since you're the one bringing it, but who else is? This is where articles, books, case studies, examples in your industry, conversations with other leaders become really important in answering that question, even if no one is asking it out loud. If you've been doing the work already of capturing, curating, and resurfacing ideas, you have a huge advantage in both the time it takes you to put together that kind of evidence and the quality of evidence you bring to the conversation. This is also useful for building your credibility with both peers and maybe the team you manage. Imagine that if each time you attended a meeting where a significant decision was being made or an idea was being discussed or strategy was being formed, if you're asking maybe even your team to take on something new, you were able to cite a relevant article, model, or industry example. Not 20 of them, but one or two that were really relevant in that moment. This is great for at least three reasons. First, it surfaces new ideas that the team or organization may not have already considered when moving forward. Second, it helps grow the perspective of others who are at the table by introducing relevant ideas into the conversation. And finally, it demonstrates your credibility as someone who seeks out resources and ideas that will serve everyone for the greater good. But your system need not only provide credibility to you inside the organization. I know many leaders who are involved in professional associations, on boards of other organizations, and even present regularly at industry events and conferences. Having evidence and ideas you can pull from for these activities not only makes preparation for these kinds of interactions a lot easier, but potentially establishes your credibility across an industry. All of that becomes seamless when you do it consistently. But you don't even have to start with all that. If that seems overwhelming, starting simply with the consistent habit of sharing ideas on social media, for example, can be a wonderful starting point. You might take the ideas you're getting resurfaced to you from your systems and write an article that gets posted on LinkedIn, or write something for an industry publication, most of which, by the way, are in need of great contributions from members who are willing to write a bit. Or perhaps you put together a few ideas and record a video that would help people you're connected with outline something that would be useful. It could also be as simple as sharing reading highlights, 
One of the things I do regularly several times a week is share on LinkedIn a few of the reading highlights that Readwise surfaces to me in that daily email I just mentioned in the last lesson. That alone is way more than most people ever share on LinkedIn, and it's easy, and sometimes those quotes even generate a bunch of interaction and conversation. So again, having a good system for capturing, curating, and resurfacing ideas doesn't mean you have to share it with others, but it's really hard to create something new or share ideas if there isn't a system there in the first place. Taking the time to establish a system for yourself that does this and then investing a little bit in sharing it with people in your professional life can open up amazing doors for credibility. So my invitation for you coming out of this course is simple. However you decide to do it for yourself, immerse yourself in places where you'll be around great ideas. Capture those ideas when you come across them. Find a way to curate a bit. And then set up a good system where they're easily accessible to you at the relevant moment. And then finally, take one step to start sharing what you've discovered with others. When you do this, you'll be on a wonderful road to professional credibility and also personal learning and growth for the rest of your life. I hope this course has been useful to you in taking the next step to enhance your credibility. And I hope that part of what you've heard again and again in what I've said here is intentionality and consistency. That kind of intentionality and consistency is what our academy is all about. Whether it's enhancing professional credibility or leading a team through change or becoming more coach-like or taking on a new significant role, the academy may be right for you. The academy is a commitment. It's an investment not only in yourself, but in others to create movement this year. It's not right for everybody, and it's not always the right time. But if it's the right time for you to create movement this year, I'm closing applications on Friday, March 19th. To apply for consideration, go over to coachingforleaders.com academy. And whether the academy is right for you or not, I hope you'll take my invitation to put this course into action so that you keep moving forward. Thank you for listening to this course and for the privilege you allow me each week to influence your thinking. Now, stay tuned for the next regular episode on Monday. Tom Henschel of The Look and Sound of Leadership returns to teach us how to make sense to others. I look forward to talking with you then.